Hey there, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to episode 72 of the Lifting the Veil podcast with your host, myself, Adrian Lopez, the Integrative Awareness Coach. Today, I wanted to talk to you about a topic that has come up for me personally, a lot of the people that I work with, and uh, I think it's an important topic for a larger um, view of exactly how we think about ourselves, we think about the self in general. So I'm calling this week's episode The Empowered Empath and what exactly that means and why should you care. So not uh, everyone might know what an empath is or identify as an empath. And if that's not you, you know, why would you be interested in knowing? And so these are some of the things that I wanted to share with you. I work with a lot of quote unquote uh, empaths, sensitives, intuitives, light workers, coaches, people that are in the realm of self-development, personal growth, that tends to be labeled as spiritual. And I, as you probably know, take a little, um, have a little, um, issue with that in regards to the definition of what spiritual means and how uh, certain people and the way that they address the world gets categorized and put into a corner or a box as maybe being alternative or not rooted particularly in a, a scientific method. So First of all, I want to start off by just giving a brief definition of what an empath is, at least according to me. I'm sure there's many different definitions depending on who you talk to, but mostly it's a person with the ability to apprehend or understand other people's emotions or mental states. Now, um, right away an alarm goes off especially for people who are very scientific um, because they might say well you know um, that implies being psychic or telepathic and these things have been proven not to exist but what I'm what I'm suggesting is for example that we have a built-in energy reading system. It's that system that's in most animal life. For example, you can feel when somebody's staring at you. You feel their energy, their focus on you. And you can also see this, for example, uh, with babies who have not learned how to speak, don't have language yet, but it's still clear they're, what they're feeling, if they're upset, if they're scared, if they're nervous. And so this is like an innate human um, ability to read energy, in this case, emotion or energy in motion. And there are just some people that have built that quality up uh, like a muscle or just a natural um 
capacity that they were born with and the ability to place themselves in other people's experience or their shoes, for example. And um, so after we have like a, just like a general idea of what an empath is, um, we can begin to see that as someone who has empathy for another person who can read another person's energy that in that way you know we're all connected we can all imagine what life might be like for another person and then take steps to support that life in reducing stress or um, managing certain conditions that are uncomfortable and so what happens is that this way of being, being empathetic, has been related to uh, the soft skills, has been related to feelings, which have often been dismissed by science. They've often been dismissed in the corporate world, world um, and in most institutions where people do business it's usually not considered um, appropriate to bring your emotions into a situation but really when you begin as I've had the opportunity to uh, study the cognitive science the neuroscience the biology uh, behind uh, behavior development cognitive development as an educator and then also through my study of mindfulness and meditation and the research that's being done in regards to the effect on the whole entire biological system when we meditate what happens to the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system uh, that we begin to release the uh, the fight, flight, or freeze system begins to be uh, relaxed or turned down um, so the body can rejuvenate and be more open to the experience of consciousness and presence uh, without being in constant de- defense mechanism. So... Um, but but the, the interesting thing, which has often been overlooked and dismissed and devalued, is that our emotions are a natural uh, expression of whether our needs, our basic human needs are being met. And I'm not talking just about, you know, our food and our shelter Um, I'm talking about a sense of emotional and psychological needs, including safety and connection and uh, belonging, like these essential human needs that we all have. And if they're not being met, how that begins to stress the emotions of an organism, of any organism. Um, But in particular, right now, I'm talking about the human one. So... um, as you begin to see that there's no mind that is not 
embedded. There's no brain. There's no nervous system that's not embedded in the biological system uh, that is concerned with survival. And once this entire picture is recognized and accepted, then it becomes more reasonable scientifically to note that all of our actions are in service of a basic human need, whether that's physical, psychological, emotional, and that every need is related to an emotion and that shapes our actions in the world. And there's no way to say (laughs) that we can separate this because we are an organic holistic system. So what happens to this branch of people who have been um, sometimes self-labeled or labeled by others as being empathetic or highly intelligent, emotionally intelligent, and that our society has had in the past a little room to acknowledge the power of emotion and the effect it has on the decisions that very logical people make. And without this awareness, without this um, recognition that all human actions are in service of a human need, whether that needs being met or not, will be affected by emotion because it's impossible for it not to be. So there has been, in a way, a dismissing of a real layer of our own human experience. And with this dismissing uh, of this layer of our human experience, or a devaluing of it, or a repression of it has caused dysfunction and dis-ease and um, pathology at a certain level in our entire culture. And you can see it being played out in many different ways. I probably, if you're listening to this, don't have to tell you about the rate of alcoholism drug abuse, domestic violence, incarceration, uh, suicide, and many other behaviors that are, can be labeled as dysfunctional, which have become normalized as just part of the way people respond without acknowledging that they're responding to an entire system that is dismissing an entire layer of being in regard to feeling, being able to recognize that feeling, being able to find healthy, productive ways to express that emotion. And this has played, or I should say has created a toll on many, many people, generationally, in families. And if you really wanted to stretch, you could say uh, our whole history of violence, including war, as a 
expression of self-rejection. Because if I can't accept all aspects of myself, I definitely won't be able to accept the different aspects of other people because they're going to trigger me. Um, Because they're in my unconscious and I can't acknowledge them because they're not allowed in the social uh, constructs that we've had up until this time. And so as an integrative awareness coach, every week I come and share with you through this podcast and through other mediums and modes, the importance of integrating all aspects of our awareness to create health which the root of health is wholeness, the ability to live into, to fully inhabit the entirety of our humanity, not just the parts that have been legislated as okay. And if we see a level of dysfunction and dis-ease and uh, self-mutilation and self-destruction, then that is a sign of life working against itself. And that is the symptom of life being turned back on itself and not allowing it to be fully expressed. And then when that's internalized, it is expressed in destructive behaviors for self and others. And you know, when you think of the price that humanity has paid for this level of denial, Um, you would think, as I would, as an empath um, who has battled to fully own and express my emotion without being embarrassed, humiliated, made to feel shameful for my experiences. Um, that people would acknowledge it and want to do something to shift it and change it. But it's bigger than this because you can't change something. You can't address or heal something if you're not even aware that it's sick, that it's dysfunctional, that there's another option for being in the world. And so today I want to Uh, not only communicate that yes there are ways to heal the entirety of the human experience to integrate those parts of ourselves that we were shamed out of or humiliated out of um, or had to exile in order to belong in a family unit that had certain contracts and certain rules about how it was that you could show up. So, what does it mean to become an empowered empath? And it's not just for some people. All human beings have emotion. It's just that many of us were caught cut off from it. We had to learn to deny it and to repress it, as I just mentioned. So as a lifelong meditator and yoga enthusiast, I have had the incredible opportunity of uh, 
emerging myself into the yogic texts, the philosophies of Patanjali, the Yoga Sutras, uh, the Vedas, some of the oldest texts that we have on the planet. And I find it very interesting that these texts uh, contain much of the information that I'm sharing with you right now. They had practices and uh, philosophies and principles and disciplines in order to integrate the fullness of our humanity. But they got put into a certain category or realm of knowledge that was considered, um, at least to the Western world, uh, for a long time as being alternative or based in a certain religion of Hinduism. Um, but there is a, I don't know if you've noticed, but there is a mass um, flood of information coming from uh, the East into the West and has been for, oh, it's probably beginning in the 1900s, early 1900s, um, and has been accelerating at a faster pace uh, to where um, yoga has been, you know, become a common Western practice for many, although still often demonized by uh, some churches as being um, counter to their belief system. But really what the core of yoga is, is balance. That's what the word yoga means to be equally yoked mind, body, and spirit to create balance in the human organism. And that when we do that, we create uh, stasis or like harmony, um, which is our natural state. So what has happened to the empath is that many people who have had this natural uh, capacity to to tap into emotion, to use their emotion, now it's called emotional intelligence, um, are often living um, from the top up, right? So their, um, their heart chakra and their throat energy center and um, their sixth, which is the vision, their ability to see the world in an expanded way. And then of course, their seventh, which is at the top of their head, which is um, connection to source or spirit. And that we have three other chakras under the heart chakra, which are connected to uh, earth and survival and belonging and um, reproduction and creativity and the generative ability to renew life uh, and personal power to be taking action out in the world. And that somehow these two aspects of our humanity, our body and our spirit have become at odds with each other. So um, a lot of the impasse intuitives, light workers that I talk to are really connected to their heart and everything above. And then below, um, they are disconnected from 
the ability to bring those higher octaves of being uh, down into the their everyday experience, their lived experience, their actions, their environments, their homes, their relationships, their worlds. Um, because of many things, but a lot of it has to do with guilt, shame, humiliation, um, not feeling empowered because of the belittling that they've suffered, the rejection they've suffered from um, being so connected, which, you know, isn't real good (laughs) for um, systems that want to standardize and control people into reproducible uh, systems that are ruled by Uh, say, an economic value system. And then we have on the other side, people that are very rooted in those three lower chakras, very grounded, um, very connected to producing results out in the world, um, making money, um, you know, being able to create actively in the world, um, but not necessarily connected to that emotional intelligence or that level of source or that level of um, connection with others. So really uh, what it is, is a product of, or a process I should say, of learning how to balance both aspects of the self, having an empath, someone that's highly intuitive and creative and intelligent, able to bring that energy down into their lower um, energy centers of being fully embodied, belonging in community, being supported, like having that vision and that emotion, that connection to consciousness and to source fully embodied as a practice in the world that is affecting how they act, what they create. And at the same time, having those that are fully grounded in their body, being able to raise that energy from a very self-centered, disconnected uh, view and inability to have empathy for other people's emotions, bring that energy up into their higher realms of uh, experience and living. And so really that's what I'm discussing and that's what I'm referring to when I talk about integrative awareness coaching. Because both versions of what I just explained, the empath and then the opposite of the empath, and these aren't clear, distinctive um, categories because we all are all we are all dynamic beings and we have different aspects to ourselves. And I'm just speaking in very broad gener- generality. Uh, so the opposite of an empath would be um, what's often dialed in as a, a narcissist. And that meaning one that is not connected to another, um, but has an over... Um, or a grander sense of self in comparison to how it relates to all others. 
And that sort of relating isn't working either because every person on this planet um, is affected by everyone else. And so if we continue to be living very self-centeredly as what I do, what I say, how I run my business and make my choices doesn't affect anyone and why should I care, Um, which we see in many uh, corporations, uh, large corporations in the world. Um, And then we have this incredible uh, visionary, connected, sourced, emotionally intelligent people who uh, can't actually bring that down into the world as an expression of who they are. We are all the poorer uh, for that on either side. So um, every week in my Invoke Signature Mastermind, we are in the process of looking at balancing those energies uh, in order to bring that energy into um, empowered action. It's not enough to talk about these beautiful spiritual ideas of rejuvenation and connection and um, creating a new earth. We actually have to find practical real world applications and expressions of that. And it's going to take a, a balanced perspective in order for us to do that. So if you'd like to find out more about the work that we are doing in each week in my book mastermind, I invite you to check out the link. Uh, I'll attach it here to the podcast. And I also work one-on-one with uh, many people of all different types, whether you're an empath, uh, self-labeled, or you just have a beautiful vision for the world that you oh, would like to see manifest, whether you're a creative or an innovator, um, or you are already a really successful person, but you're feeling disconnected from people and really longing for those deep, meaningful relationships um, because you have a, a feeling that there's there's something more available for you, but you're not quite sure how to get there. I'd love to talk to you and um, look at how I might be able to support you in creating and building a life that you love on every level. I'll also put the link to my coaching services uh, in the description of this podcast as well. I invite you to reach out. I'd love to talk with you and chat about how I might be able to support you in, in doing that. And until next time, I just want to remind you what a valuable treasure you are in case you've forgotten. And until next time, bye for now. Thank you.